Hello, and welcome to the Bookish Banter Podcast, where we'll be sharing our opinions about our favorite books, authors, and bookish impulse buys. Follow along on our journey to finishing and sharing our endless TBR. Go ahead and subscribe, leave us a review, and follow us on our Instagram and TikTok at the Bookish Banter Podcast. Let's get started. This episode contains spoilers from Kingdom of the Curse series by Carrie Maniscalco and The Raven Cycle by Maggie Stefavater. Hello. Hello. How are you? That was a really weird hello. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm hello. good. It's uh it's been it's been a day. It's it's a busy week this week for work, so you know, it's, it's one of those weeks and it's a short week for me because I'm going camping this weekend. So I'm taking Friday off. And so I have to like smash all of this work together. It's, we just have a lot going on. It's just that this time of year is just crazy, but it's good. I guess it makes the day go by quickly. Yeah. Just really tired. I woke up early this morning and went to um, the gym, but no, it's, it's been good. All is well. I haven't, I don't think I've bought anything bookish. I got a few things delivered as far as bookish stuff. So I got my, um, what did I get? Oh, I got my Laura Olympus stuff. <laughs> we talked about last time. I was like, what did I get? That's super cute. Let's see. Oh, I got my cosplay stuff for my new Nina cosplay stuff. And it was so cute. I'm obsessed. I'm so obsessed with it. So I have to make a few alterations on one of the things, but everything else is like perfect. I'm so excited. So, so excited. So, um, yeah, that's, that's my life at the moment. What about you? How's everything going? <laughs> oh, it's going. I just got back from Chicago last weekend. So I went to visit some friends and hung out there. She lives in the burbs. So we just like went out to the suburbs and hung out and walked around downtown a little bit. It was fun. I haven't been to Chicago. I've, I've been to Chicago one time for like 22 whole hours. So it was nice to go for like three days and experience deep dish pizza and Italian beef and Chicago dogs. And we ate a lot of food and that was really fun. So it was good to see her. Chicago dogs are chef's kiss. They're the best. Oh, so good. Yeah. So that was really fun. Got to eat a lot of really good food. I haven't seen her in a long time since pre, since the before times. So it was fun to hang out and just get to see her and um, her husband and just do the thing. And the last day we had like nice fall weather. So that was really nice. Um, yeah we're not getting great fall weather right now like no mm-hmm. one is I feel like Arizona is actually cooler than it is here in Nashville it, it's been in the 80s here and I'm like I am yeah. over this yeah. I need cool weather now I need to wear my sweaters because I'm like this is this is just not okay I'm like for Arizona, for Arizona it makes sense because Arizona is just yeah cold. but like I planned a lot of vacations around this time of year hoping that like the weather would be different than it was here and it's actually been colder every time I come back than it is to all the places I visited. So that was really <laughs> annoying. Um, and then I, my flight ended up getting like super delayed. So I was supposed to land at like 9 PM and I actually ended up landing at like 1245 slash 1 AM. Um, and it just, by the time I got home, it was like three in the morning. So it's been a rough, it was, it was a rough weekend yeah. to come off of, but it's been good. I had a couple packages arrive. I went shopping last weekend or last week and I went shopping while I was there to have price books. Cause what a surprise we are. I wish we were sponsored by them. But, um, I went to have price books and I got, Oh yeah. How was it? It was good. It was, I mean, it's a lot like the ones in St. Louis. So it was pretty fun. Um, 
it was pretty good. So I went, um, their YA section was pretty small, which is okay. Like I don't need it to be massive. Uh, but they had a huge like sci-fi fiction section, which is really nice. And so I've been trying to hunt down the rest of the red rising series. I got it when I was in Nashville with you. And so I was like looking for these ones either way. I was going to buy it either this week or if I found it there and I got lucky enough to find the tail end of the entire series. So I got Morningstar, um, dark age and iron gold all in the UK version. And the spines are different and they're a little bit smaller, which I kind of like that. So I'm really excited for that. And I've decided fairy loot did a special edition. This is a side tangent, but fairy loot did a special edition of these years ago. And the spines, when they connect, make the reaper scythe, like the, it's called a sling blade in the, in the book, but it makes the reaper scythe on the side. And when you connect them all together and I looked at them online and people are selling them for, I shit you all not $650. And that just feels like a lot to me. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. It's unreal. And they're, and they're embossed and they're custom and they're signed. And like, I get it, but you know, that those costs originally like 120 and people are selling them for 600. So I hate all of you people that are doing that, but I think what I'm going to try and do is spray the edges to do the reaper scythe on those because the edges of these are really, really cool. And then if I spray the actual like book edges, so that's my new next project. I support that. I support that. I just have to find the UK version of red rising the first book. So I have all the other ones in it and I wasn't going to do it, but now I am. Here we are. Are they hardcover or are they They're paperback? Yeah. And I can't, I don't know if they even sell, a, but I don't even know if they sell a hardcover mm-hmm. because when I rented it from my library, it was paperback and they always do hardcover. So I don't even yeah. know if they make it, but they're like shorter and the spines are way prettier. They're like way yeah. out there. Um, so I was going to spray the whole edge and like make it look like the Reaper scythe on the side. Nice. So, I like that. So uh, I also got the Barnes and Noble special edition of the Invisible Life of Adding the Rue. Just in case anybody was wondering, there are two one-year anniversary editions of Addie LaRue, if you love the book. And on barnesandnoble.com, it is $24. So if you go into Barnes and Noble and buy it, tell them the online price is a life hack. Tell them it's online for $23 and you won't have to pay the $29.99 that they charge in your bitch ass at the store. And it is $29.99 <laughs> on Amazon for the other, the blue special edition. I don't know where else you can get the blue special edition. I think it's just an Amazon one, right? It it's just an yeah. Amazon special edition. So- Dang, that's crazy. Life hacks from Tatiana. Yeah. Life hacks in general, though. If you ever go to Barnes and Noble, double check the price online because what they charge in store is not the price they charge online and they will price match. And usually you can save like 20 to 25% depending and they'll, they won't tell you, they won't tell you that you can do that, but you can do that. So that's a life hack for you. Yeah. Interesting. I never pay pay full price for shit. Um, (laughs) I also got uh, a set of Blissly Bookish shoe charms. And then I ordered another set of the Lord of the Rings one from the Enchanted Fandoms. Somebody sold oh, like six those. pieces of their box. And I was like, snatch my mind now. <laughs> <laughs> those came in today. So I'm super excited. Um, so I think that's it. I bought a lot in the last couple of days, but it was nice. It was fun to go. I also bought another mug for my collection, The like, I know I'm a big corporate sellout, but I bought the uh, Starbucks Chicago mug and here we are. Yeah. But it was fun. I had a really good time. Um, just been like hanging out and I read this and started another book and read a really terrifying audiobook and what? I've just been really getting myself whiplash this month. What is this terrifying audiobook that you listen to? So I I listen to There's Someone in Your House. So I got the arc of Absolutely not. That sounds yeah. terrifying. I got an arc of The Woods Are Always Watching and it's by Stephanie Perkins and I really liked it. It was super it was super cheesy like YA but in a good way like scream or I don't know. I know what you did last summer, like something you just can't look away from. So I really wanted to read the, there's somebody in your house and I wanted to read it. I don't really like listening to scary audiobooks. 
but it was like a super long wait on the Kindle and the regular edition. So I decided to like put in for the audiobook and it came in the day before I left. So I listened to it on like the plane ride slash airport. And it is, it's fucking brutal guys. It's fucking brutal. Like it is gory. It's super graphic. And I, I watched the trailer. So it came out as a Netflix movie. That's why I wanted to watch it. Cause like, I have to be convinced by that. It came out as a Netflix movie and I watched the trailer and I was like, Oh, this seems really intense. But like, I just know I'm not going to make it through the movie. So like, let me listen to the book. And I listened to it and I was like, Oh, mistakes were made. I should have done it. I am such a chicken, like such a chicken. Like I, my sister, she's like, Oh, you should read this. I'm like, is it scary? She's like, well, yeah. And I'm like, "Mm, no, I'm, I'm, it's bad. Like I literally, I can't, I cannot it. Um, no, I'm, Mm-mm. I don't care. I judge me. People can judge me all they want. I don't do scary movies. I can't even watch scary commercials. Like if there's like an ad on a, on like anything, I like scroll mm-hmm. because I will have, I'll have nightmares. I'm bad. And maybe it's because Same. maybe it's because we have such like active imaginations yeah. from like reading and it's just too, yeah, I mean we've we've talked about this before, but anything like paranormal or anything like that, I I don't Grace, I don't mess with that. I feel to Grace. She posted a thing on her story that was like people literally just like spend three hours or two hours or whatever watching a scary movie. You're gonna pay to make yourself uncomfortable, and I'm like, true words yeah. have never been spoken. True yeah, words I, have never been spoken. I can't. I just for me, I feel like that also like invites evil into your life. Like I have this like. You're just like inviting bad things into your life. Like all of these watching are, scary movies. And these I are never set in like a fictional time. Like these are no. always set in like, this could happen to you now. Well, and that's what? my sister and I were talking about that. She's, she likes classic horror movies. So she likes like Freddy Krueger and like Jason and, you know, Halloween, which those they're, they're fine. Those are fine. Like they're very like cheesy Halloween movies, but the stuff that they come out with now, I was talking to her about this. I'm like, if, if someone time traveled and like brought one of these movies back in time, like to the eighties or whatever, or whatever time, and they showed them a movie, like a scary movie, like take like the conjuring or something. I don't know. People would, would, they would never watch scary movies again. Like it would cure scary movie people. Like there's no, it's so, I, I mean, if you do it, more power to you. Like you do you, you like what you like, that's fine. Zero judgment from me. But like I I don't I'm gonna go and watch Mamma Mia and, <laughs> and sing Ava songs and drink my wine. Yeah, I've started this thing where I'm listening to books that I'll never read because I just know I like won't dedicate the time to them. And those books have turned into, yeah, I, I did there's someone in there. I'm listening to the push right now it's that one with the, the light blue cover and like the two people on it. And it's also not the book I thought it was going to be. It's a little bit terrifying, uh, in many different ways. And then I just decided to start listening to scary books on audio and it's just not a great choice. I don't know who I am you're, or why I've done these things, but you're more brave than I am because I am, this a, is what's happening. but I'm, <laughs> I'm a major chicken and I live alone. So, um, yeah, I listened to False Witness last month. That one real fucked up. You want a good thriller? <laughs> that one's fucked up. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's because it, I know I'm never gonna read it, but I like want to be able to be that person that like, I don't know, likes the thrill or like, I don't know, just feel more sophisticated with psychological thrillers. You know? Uh, yeah. No, I thrillers. I can Person do thrillers. <laughs> no need to be. <laughs> 
No, I, I will. I'll be trash. Influence. I don't care. If I, if that means I'm not sophisticated, I will be no, in fine. the garbage can. Like, yeah, I just I feel like I need to be influenced. There. I have to be the one that's like, I've read all the books, any of the books I can all, I've read, I definitely read those. There's my, like, I'm like, there's I read like for my, the joy. my ones that I'm like, I know I'll not like this. Uh, I'll probably, I probably would like some of them, but like, I'm too much of a chicken. So yeah. I just like, don't really read horror. I don't, I don't, I like thrillers, but like ones that aren't gonna literally keep me up at night. And so, um, I don't read a lot of thrillers. My wheelhouse is fantasy and romance. And, um, yeah, you read I'm, for the joy I'm, of reading. I'm okay with that. I read for the clout. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> I just have to know. I have to know what everyone's talking about. Yeah. So I read that this weekend. Which it was, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't a great choice. I will not lie to you. Um, yeah, I'm now listening to the push and discovery of witches, which is a super long audiobook, and it's pretty good. Yeah. I'm just all over the place. I don't know. I, I feel like I need to make up for my shitty September. So here we are. <laughs> I don't know, see, I'm, I've actually read a lot this month so far and I'm kind of shocked, shocking myself. I've, I've read a lot on my Kindle is what I've been reading a lot. Of, I so. flew through neon gods. Like I read it in this past weekend and it's not like I sat down and like took time to really read I just was like reading yeah. on the plane and like a little bit here yeah. and there and it was it was good I'm excited to read it I like I said I just got it also so like I'm... 250 pages oh yeah so that's a pretty short book yeah my yeah. sister <laughs> my sister and I kind of read this this series together and it's called the forge series and the first two books are okay and the last book is trash unfortunately like I was so sad about the last book because I was really excited about it but it just wasn't what I wanted it to be and then I read um what else have I read I've read a bunch of random stuff so um I'm gonna I'm trying to get back into the Witcher series again and try to get through that series but that is eight books long so and it's high fantasy so I'm like okay we gotta we gotta put on our thinking caps and focus here when we read this so but it's good it's a lot of fun I'm having fun just kind of reading through what I have on my shelves. Yeah. Isn't that fun? Except for the pre-order that we ordered in the episode we're talking about today. Ugh, way yep. work. <laughs> Speaking of which, <laughs> I'm like, me too. I'm reading today. through my shelves. Let me just go to like half price and just buy this book and start it today. Oopsies. Yep. <laughs> Oopsies. Sorry. Not sorry. Not sorry. I'm excited. I I'm, I'm glad we read this straight away. Same. And now I'm sad that we have to wait like a whole nother year for the next one. But I was raging because you didn't, you hadn't finished it yet. And I messaged Nicole and I was like, I need the next book now. Like I, I, yeah, I can't. And she's like, I know we were just like raging back yeah, and I was, forth I was about, the, about the book. And we were just like, why do we have to wait this long? There are so many things that are running through my mind. And there were a few theories that I was correct on. Yeah. Yeah. We collectively but group some of pretty them, okay. Not even close. So let me say, I will just say this before we get into like the whole thing. There was a point, I think there was about a hundred pages left where I physically wanted to break the book in half. Like I was ready. I texted you while I was on the plane because I was in such a rage. So I like read, I finished this last, like on my plane ride home. And I was like, so angry for like what was happening in the book. I like stopped. And I was like, I need to text Nicole, Tiffany and Kirsten right now. And I was like, and I sent three different messages about what level of rage I was in. I was like, I'm about to throw this book through space and time. Like I could have cracked it in half and just thrown it across the plane. So there's just this like, I think she does a good job with the mystery and like 
based on the fact that she did the stocking jacket ripper series and all the things that happened with that like i think she does a great job writing a mystery but like the slow burn the drama the theatrics and the cliffhanger at the end i was just like i, I i'm so angry like i was just like i felt like the fucking hulk like i was ready to kill somebody yep. and i got done with it and i was like are you serious right now and then i'm on a plane so i can't like text you and scream so I sent Kirsten like a series of 14 messages that she didn't get until the next day. And I was like, ah, yes! yeah, I literally, I literally messaged Nicole and was like, I just finished kingdom of the curse and I need the next book now. Like I was literally just like, I need it now. And she's like, it's insane. And I was like, I need this book now. Like, like why? And we were just like screaming back and forth. Yeah. Just like, what if is going on? Answered in this next one, I will light them all on fire. Blasphemy. I'll do it. I'm so annoyed. I said at the end it of last the last episode. La- it is the last book, apparently. The third one. It's supposed to be a trilogy. So if sh- she should answer everything in the last one, but I'm like, I need I need it now. Like, yeah. I can't. So we will probably be rereading these again. Before. We'll also be, like, hustling for an arc. Let's be honest. Yes. Hey, Carrie, if you, uh, you listening, girl, send it to us. We want it. It's not even written yet, but I'll, I'll be your beta reader. Let me do it. Yep. Yep. <sighs> So should we get into it? Let's do it. I really like the setting of this one. I like that we start out at the beginning of hell and she's with wrath and he's being shitty. And he's like, I also like that it started off right Right where it left off. off. I love that. I love it when that happens. And they're still like snarky and you feel it from the very beginning. Like you're like, okay, these characters are going to develop, but also they're Mm -hmm. staying very true to themselves. Yeah. I will say I was and this might just be our own fault. I thought this was going to be a little more new adult than it was. Yeah. Same. And I'm not disappointed in the lack of like, but like, I just thought I, I was like anticipating a little You're bit more. You're expecting more. I was expecting more. And we'll yeah. get into that in a minute, but I, oh I yeah. Oh yeah. That was, that was another thing. I literally, well, I'll talk. We, that was another thing Nicole and I raged about. Oh yeah. It was just like, okay. <laughs> so, you know, I, when we got to the part where he was like, pronounce yourself or what have you. And she's like, I align myself with house pride. Halas, here's like some blood, blah, blah, blah. Did you have any theories that this was going to go awry at that point? Or did you feel it was totally unnecessary? Cause I was like, not sure. I, do you feel like something bad was going to happen? I guess is what I should ask. Do you feel like something I was felt- bad was going to happen? Or did you feel like it was just like, not yeah, Cause he was like, you're gonna like vow like yeah you signed it but like that's just signing a paper like did you vow you didn't like vow yourself to house pride or the devil or whatever and she's like i vow to whatever follow the devil she made like a blood oath or whatever and i was like but she said house pride she said the devil no she said house pride did she yeah and that's why i was so annoyed when like obviously the ending comes up but that's why i was so annoyed at the end, like that nothing came of that so i feel like my issue with this entire book was like i think it was really good the slow burn is great whenever we love it there was no plot nothing happened in this whole book and i'm like i i love to say that about books but i feel it genuinely in this one most of this most of the most of the smutty scene we're in your head and i hate that but uh, everything felt imaginary to me and every chapter ended with like well, they'll never know what's hit them. They don't know who I am. They don't know what's coming. And I'm like, Amelia, what is coming? Please let, let the audience know. We'd love to know. You're she said the anxiety. devil. What? She said, I, Amelia, Maria, oh. DiCarlo, freely choose the devil. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, never mind, never mind. I was like getting annoyed because I was like, <laughs> she's like talking about how she aligned herself with House Pride and they kept bringing that up. And then it was like, 
Pry who? Never heard of him. Yeah, I am also really sad. This is one thing that I was really sad about that we didn't get to meet all of the brothers. Like we only we didn't Facts. yeah, I was just like I would like to meet my my house lot. Okay? <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same. I was like, for anyone that's wondering, I'm house sloth. I'm house pride. Shocking. Accurate. Uh, but <laughs> okay, I'm still on the theory. Like, I guess we didn't really see his, we did see his face, but I'm still on the theory they fucking look alike. Like, I'm just gonna throw that out there. I'm still on the theory they're twins, but I guess not. Um she did. She talks about him because he's one of the one of the guards. I know, I'm so annoyed though. I want like him to be twins. Blonde, isn't he? Yeah, he's like brunette with blonde streaks and a scar. Can you guys like look like though? Can they look? <laughs> You're like, I need to be real. I just need you to say they're twins. So, okay, well that that like disproves my theory at the beginning. I just thought it was like very anticlimactic all the times they brought up Pride at the very beginning, thinking he yeah. was going to be a bigger part, and then we don't see him until like 300 pages in. So I think at yeah. the beginning, but then you realize like at the end of the book why, but then oh, it's yeah. still I mean, just like. But I will say you didn't guess this, but I did say it. No. I did say I think that Wrath is the devil. Yeah, you did. So, you did. You did. You called that's it. That's the first time I've ever been fucking right you about anything it. in my life. And I did say so that really he was Samael, and he is Samael. That's true. So, Here's, this is the first time both you and I collectively have have what? thought the things. First of all, this is like right. the first time we've theorized about anything. We usually that's don't true. theorize about things, and we, we just like we, guess. We're we're. I mean, we're not we're not batting a hundred, but like we're. I but this book makes me want to sound like an idiot. We're not batting a thousand. Let's cut one. that last one out. Please cut that out. Okay. We're not batting a thousand, but we're, we're hanging in there. We're, we're still hanging in there with the theorizers, at least in this book. I think we, we did do a little theorizing with Crown of Guild of Bones and like we Gods did. and Monsters and stuff, but That's this true. is the first one we kind of like sat down and I feel like this book makes me want a flow chart, but I just, I think, I don't know. There was so many parts in this that were so frustrating. And I know you said, so question which one did you like better king of the wicked or king of the curse i know we're very early in this, this i episode, liked but... king of the wicked better okay i, I did i just think of the curse better I... I don't... it just I they're think. so different from each other i'm yeah. you know i they're so different and they're so as far as i feel like king of the wicked there's a lot more action that happens there's a lot more like instead of plotting there's a lot more action but I know you like the whole courtier scene and her like yes, seeing everybody and like a <laughs> like a backstabbing moments like I I know you're I love a good outfit like, change yeah, yeah <laughs> like like I was like Todd's gonna love this book but yeah. um I I don't know maybe they're all the same but I, I think Kingdom of yeah. the Wicked is just like a little, totally fair little more mostly because there were certain things I was a little frustrated with but like same that's it. I like the setting <laughs> of hell better than I liked, you know, her little town. And like you said in the last episode, it's like, I don't always love a book where you're just staying in the same place. And I liked it in Kingdom of the I think they did a good job, but I appreciate that there was so many different places that they went to in this one. I think that's what made me like it more, but this entire book could be summed up in outfit changes, really terrible comebacks, imaginary fondling, and just traipsing about and yeah. the words they'll never see it coming they'll never know what hit them yep something in that variety that was it yep. that was like the whole book um i i like house wrath i think his mm-hmm. little courtesans are fun what did you think about the dinner scene slash pre-dinner scene oh wait we I guess we didn't do the sin quarter let's talk about that yeah i thought this was very interesting i i this continues to align with a theory of like or not the theory it continues to align with the idea of like he isn't good they're, they're not good or bad they just are you know and um 
and they go through this like sin quarter where basically she's being tested for what house she's going to go into. So it's basically like what sin do you align with the most um, kind of a situation. She's already signed over her like allegiance to house pride because she's like, I'm betrothed to pride, the, the devil. She thinks pride is the devil. She's like one of thousand. And I loved how we literally had like no inkling of this until like the end of the book. And I, we're going to, I'm going to jump real quick, but I love the part where they're at dinner and she's like, so when is the devil going to arrive? And everyone's just like awkward. And she's like, so where's the devil? And everyone's just like, (coughs) um, (laughs) it's like so So, awkward. And I was like, question about that. Did you, so that was going to be my question. Did you expect it? Did you see, was that a shock to you finding out that he was the devil? I, this was again, kind of like with the whole, um, what was the, the bad guy? Antonio was that the, yeah, the one that killed her sister? He, um, I, it was kind of like that. Like I felt like, like I was surprised, but I wasn't like awestruck. I was just like, oh my God. I was yeah. just like, oh, okay. okay. Like that makes sense. Cool. And like, we're moving on. Like it wasn't like a groundbreaking revelation to yeah, me. Yeah. Probably because we discussed it. It wasn't that shocking, but like, it was still a bit of a surprise. Yeah, exactly. So I felt like there was a couple times in there where she called him the devil lowercase D. And I know that she most of the time uses like spells devil with a lowercase D, but she called him it like two or three chapters prior to that. And I did a double take and was like, is she saying like the devil himself or like the D capital D devil, you know, type of thing. So I wasn't as, I don't think I was as surprised, but the revelation of Samael also being the devil was a bit weird to me. And then she literally mm-hmm. says it. She's like, but pride is Lucifer. Like, isn't that his true name? And he was like, yeah, yeah kind of, sort of like, that's, yeah, that's what they say. And I was like, but the, the, like, wh- yeah. what is it? Like, do you have two names? Is your brother's name Lucifer and Lucifer is actually. There's the a lot of, I mean, again, if we're talking about like religious talk, I, we, we dug, I dug into this prior. There's, there's two I'm sure there's more than two, but the two main lines of thought is that Samael and Lucifer are brothers. Samael was cast out of heaven because he aligned himself with Lucifer and he um, became the angel of death. So like the grim reaper and the other theory or like whatever is that Samael is Lucifer prior to being cast out of heaven. So Samael is the right hand of God in heaven and then he betrays humanity and god and gets cast out of heaven and goes and is lucifer and it is then turned into lucifer so there's two kind of i'm sure there are many many more and not a religious religious studies major or any kind of so that but of my limited research yeah carl Carl, where are you please tell us a little bit um but um i of my limited research that i did those were the two that that i saw the most it was but i was a bit this might be just my like poor reading skills but there was a part in there where she was like question i don't think this was the exact phrasing but it was like question mark is pride lucifer and he basically was like shrugging shoulders and then she's like, so is that his true name and yours is Samael? Or like, what about Lucifer being the devil? And that was a little like vague to me. So I hope that she explains that. I think in the next book yeah. about like, I don't know if we'll find out pride's true name, but it felt to me like I, she was insinuating that his name was Lucifer and Samael yeah. was wrath, if that makes sense. Yeah. Did you? And I thought that? it was, I thought it was, yeah. And I thought it was very interesting with the whole 
her assumption of like the devil is the devil, Samael, whomever is um, always in charge of hell, always the one that's like in power. But I love this idea of like the power shifting. And he's like, you can always tell if you look back in time, who was in power at that time, whether it was, and they were, they were making a dig at envy, but he's like, you know, whether it was like war times or they were just like being like super gluttonous and everything that they yeah. were doing, or there was just like a lot of like excess. prideful decisions, yeah. excess, things like that. He's like, it's really funny. I don't ever remember a time when everyone was really envious. <laughs> and it was just like, it was just like a dig at envy because he's never like been in power. But um, I thought that that was also kind of a, like a, like a cool twist on that. Yeah. Of, it it changing it ever changing and right. you know them fighting for power like no one else is going to overthrow them within their court but like they fight for power amongst themselves, themselves. Kind yeah of I really like I thought that was cool and I liked the sin quarter in the beginning you know she kind of get goes through maybe not gluttony but she goes through like all these different sins and kind of feels these different emotions and I was like I love the idea of like that not being the actual hell like hell is some aisle off the corner and people never actually make it into like this yeah. lavish luxurious life of castles and courts and things in my head though I had a bit of a hard time because I know that Amir mm-hmm. he's still human but he works for house wrath but like mm-hmm. is he like he can go back he's one of the, he, he's alive? one of the humans that no he's one so wrath kind of touches on this in the beginning he talks yeah. she's asking him questions about it he's like any any mortal or whomever that like dies and goes to hell can like come through the same court like they they have the ability to do that they just they they get themselves stuck in this their own personal hell basically they they keep themselves stuck in their own personal hell so some of the courtiers are demons but some of them are also people who just just made who made who were able to yeah who are able to make that decision to get through the same quarter and and they're like immortal technically basically okay i kind of was confused i was like i get that they can travel between realms and stuff but are they like dead I don't know if they're dead because he also talks about wrath seeking him out. He doesn't talk about dying. So it might be something along those lines too. But I think, um, but then he also talks about time passing differently. And so I'm sure if they spend more time below, then their time's going to pass a lot differently Differently. than they would above. So at least that's what I got from it. (laughs) That was my I, that's, what I said. that's like relevant but I was just trying to kind of gauge the concept of the court and like how all that was made up um in the sin quarter she mentions at the very end that she saw old ladies knitting things with bones did I miss that in the beginning did you did you remember that part in the beginning when or she no? when she's like talking about the trees looking like old people like knitting things with bones and yeah like she's like I saw she, like, like women around a campfire and uh-huh. I was like did I not read that? Did I just skip over that in the beginning? Like, I just graze over that far? Like, yeah. Yeah, I did? Yeah, okay. she said that, that in the very funny. beginning. She says it, like, she says it's, like, a flash of, like, okay. she's, okay. like, looks into the trees, and she's, like, it looks like a bunch of old crones, like, knitting and bones and things, and then she, like, looks back, and it's just trees, and okay. so... Uh, she yeah, it's like a quick end, and I was, like, I think I forgot that part. It's, like, a quick, quick yeah, mention, yeah. yeah. Um... So we're in the sin quarter. We're like hanging out, chilling. She gets like a, she's like all hot and spicy with wrath. And like, as it turns out, it's all just in her head. And here we go. It's with all in her mind. I had how, the- how embarrassing would that be? That was so embarrassing. <laughs> he's like, I want to put your clothes back on. And then she's just like, what? And then what? she's like, 
uh, yeah, so you're experiencing lust and it's, uh, everything's a little everything. And I'm just like, God, that would be so embarrassing. You're like, can you imagine? I would just be like puddle on the floor. Like I, (laughs) I'll just walk the rest of the way alone. Just forget I ever existed. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm just. I'm just going to leave now. I'm going to go to the wandering aisle and put myself in whatever's happening right now. Cause put this is my own out of my misery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I really like the trek through that. And then, you know, we kind of got to house raft and uh, the magic, the mystery, the black and gold, just like all yep. the vibes. Um, and Raph is a freaking vibe. Like yeah, Ra- house Raph is such a vibe. She's like, I have a, di- a giant tub and I just, I love the way that Carrie sets things up. Because I feel like I'm there. She does a great Her job. world building is yep. so, just, oh, it's just so good. Like you never just, wanted to eat an olive more than I have out of one of her books. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? It's just like, it's just it like sounds strip, so good. Yeah, the food and the baths and the, the luxury and the, the clothes. Oh, and the clothes. I mean, I could just picture the dresses yeah. that she wore and the, the suits that, you know, Rath wore. And it's just like, Oh, so good. So, does, so good. Yeah. She does such a good job with the world building. And mm-hmm. I think she did a really good job building the characters too. This was a very slow, slow burn. Oh my God. The slow burn two books y'all. It is two books. We will get there again. We will get there. You know, I, I think, I think when we reread this, I will catch all of these red flags and these mm-hmm. like little Easter eggs that she put in. And I had a feeling that something wasn't right. I, I know I vaguely said this. I don't know if I ever said it like straight out loud, but I had a feeling that Raph was the devil for a while. And I, I think when I, like I said, I think when we reread this, I'll have a better concept of understanding that they are saying that it'll be a very Raven boys style type of thing where now that I'm listening and I know, I know. Um, but I, I loved the idea of like a giant banquet that comes here and he's all cast style and just like, slices his tongue and I was like okay it was a very it was a very cast and poppy moment but I love how she got mad about it right she was like how dare you take his tongue when I was gonna take his tongue and rip it out of his mouth like she gets so mad and I love how she's like she always talks about like maybe I am house rat like she's like going through obviously all these like sins and stuff like that and I love how she's always so consistent even in the first book of like wrath like she's a very wrathful human being <laughs> so um I I thought it was very interesting that she was very like aligned with that house um yes it ex- you know it you know expounds her her uh, her feelings but I thought it was very I liked how true they stayed to their characters I mean it was I didn't and nothing they did seemed out of character for them I totally agree. And I like, I, I loved all the outfit changes and things like that too. And I like that she took things into her own hands. I love, we love a good like transition uh, journey arc type of uh, storyline of her being like, I'm helpless and weak and I'm sad and train me. So I was really happy that that became part of this because I felt like we had talked about this before that I felt so bad for her that she didn't have that training to begin with. And I, I did want a little bit more magic in this one. She does discover, you know, that she can like light flowers of flame and I did like flower. that she I liked how she finally came to the realization she's like yeah my grandma kept a lot for me and did not prepare me and that also you know stroked the anger that she was but like or stoked the anger that she that she had for all of this but 
it was just like, it, it's, it's sad because she's like, I'm not prepared for this. I was never prepared to defend myself in case anything happened or make any kind of anything because they wanted to quote unquote protect us. But I don't, honestly, I don't think it was anything to do with protection. I think it was out of fear that they kept them like under lock and key and not teaching them anything. And it was fear that kept that. And that made me kind of mad and sad at the same time. Yeah, I there's some th- I have some thoughts about Nanny Nana Gam Gam. Same. Um, I don't understand their power in general. Like, I guess I don't know. I, it felt to me like in the first one, it was very you needed spells and potions and things like that to make something happen magically. And then in this one, she was like, I just have to tap into the source. And I was like, hasn't anyone watched Charmed? It's not how this works. Um, so I thought the magic system kind of changed for me a little bit as far as the witches go. And it was yeah, like, did a little. I, I needed potions in the first one and spells and things like that. And in this one, I just like tapped in and realized there's like an untapped well. I just said tapped twice. So sorry about the repeated words. It's like <laughs> untapped well of power that can make me like create fire from my hand. And so it was very, it was a very alien moment. <laughs> yeah, it was really strange to me. And that's kind of how I felt. It was like, this is yeah. weird. Like, very big shift and not just being like, okay, I get that my grandma didn't teach me anything, but also as it turns out, like I can summon fire. And I was yeah. like, what? I thought it was here? And very then- interesting that she, yeah, I think she was kind of pissed off because I think her grandma knew way more yeah. than she let on. So I, I don't know. I just I didn't love that. And I was like, yeah. but what else can she do? And then she brings it up that she discovered, you know, like she has this power and then it immediately well, not immediately, but a couple chapters later, it gets stolen. And then it's like barely sort of brought up again. So I really hope that in the next one, we're going to get more about her magic because it felt in the beginning, like it was going to be like, okay, every time she closes the door and is like, they'll, they'll never, never know, know what hit them. No. I was like, oh yeah, they definitely won't. Cause she can summon fire flame, flower things. But then it was like two chapters later, it's like, nah, never mind. I just, I lied to you. They're gone. The fire flames are no more flowers for you speaking of which how did you feel about that whole situation of the um going to envy's house i i didn't know where she was going with this i was confused because it seemed kind of just like she's like yeah i'm gonna go hang out with envy for a little while and i was just like but then it was only a day yeah it was one day and i was like i agree i thought that was weird i also thought it was really funny that she thought she was gonna get away with like stealing something from envy yeah. and envy's just like <laughs> no no you stole something from me i stole something from you yeah and then she's like i'll give it back and he's like no i'm good Let's just see how this plays out like i don't see what happened like i like envy because he reminds me of the like devil on your shoulder type of thing like he's just the one that's telling you oh yeah like did i accidentally like slip this right in front of you so you could grab it oh oh fancy that oh silly me like he felt like that to me most of the book like oh that flower you got over there oh look at that that'll that'll knock everybody out ha 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 didn't tell you that didn't mean to did i did i let that slip yeah and it felt like he felt like that the whole time whereas in the last one he was like a big villain and i feel like i hated him and he sucked yeah but in this one i think he was kind of a funny character and yeah the explanation yeah the explanation of the the objects kind of threw me a little bit uh-huh i'm not a big okay. riddle f- figure out or skulls were kind of strange to me and her yeah connect- the talking skulls it was very um it was very harry potter like the little like talking heads i was not okay with that um yeah it was interesting uh speaking of 
I guess we just jump around. I'm sorry, guys. We're not, we're not going in order at all, but how did you feel about the whole spicy scene in the water and then her like having a straight up heart attack (laughs) after that? I liked the idea of this spicy scene uh, and him being like, nothing man-made can come in here. And we're like, ooh, 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 buddy. Nothing happened. God damn it. Um, You're like, skinny dipping. You're like, yeah. yeah. Uh, she's like, this was what like, are you do? And he's like, you will boil. And I was like, oh, maybe take your dress off. Don't do that. Get your dirty, dirty feet out of here. This felt like Atlantis, <laughs> the cartoon. That's what I was vibing with. That's what I imagined the cavern is. Yeah. And she like steps in the water and is like, yeah like turns into the goddess anyways um yeah I was like really expecting something and then I just thought it was strange so she like goes to the crone and then the lady's like oh drink this and whatever and then she's like should I take off my necklace and then she she's like gives her back her corchile chilelo and then she's like yeah your trinket and I was like I don't know where this is going but I feel like I should yeah and I got really confused and I was like I don't know First of all, every time they get to like anything relatively spicy, it just ends in some like sort of impending doom. But it's I didn't so annoyed. It's either in it mind well. or it just doesn't happen. And it literally, I again, I flew into a rage. I Nicole and I had a whole full on conversation. I was like, if this book does not pick up where it fucking left off, I'm going to rage. Like I will rage. So, like. We've waited two books. Yeah. So. And like, I'm not going to lie, Carrie, like we're all in it for the feminism, but like it got a little boring just playing the same scene over four times and two of them in her head. I'm not, I'm going to say it. Yeah. It was like, I wanted a little something else. And like, even if it wasn't going to be that, I just felt like those were the scenes where I hated wrath. Like I got really annoyed because, and I had this conversation with a couple girls and I was like, Thomas, I haven't read Stock Jack Ripper, but from what I know of Thomas, Thomas the ultimate feminist he's the best book boyfriend is very like honey what can I do for you I'm rich and let me like do things for you and wrath is very you get a choice everybody gets a choice and it's like yeah fuck right off dude like free will is like that's a goddamn basic human right like getting a choice is a human right so don't act like you're so chivalrous because you're like hey you I love how he's like you always have a choice wrong choice and I'm like bro fuck off yeah like that's how I feel I'm like okay yeah it, it like seems she's nice. like what choice would I have like literally she's like yeah what choice do it this literally this reminded me okay so this is gonna we're gonna throw back to, to college this reminded me of an economics lecture that we had it's like nothing is ever free and you like don't need anything and it's like and people are like you need air and he's like you don't I mean he's like you really don't need air you would die but like you don't have to have it and it's like this whole like this like you don't need anything and nothing is for free there are there's always some cost whether it's like an emotional cost a time cost whatever and so or like actual money and so yeah, that literally was just like the whole like choice thing I was like there is no right answer yeah and he's like oh you have a choice and you're like do you have a choice and then she talks about it a lot too she's like well I didn't give you a choice and he's like well that's okay I'm like only a little bit upset about it and manipulating the shit out of you and like, gaslighting you and being super fucking cagey but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm yeah. over it. No, no, no choice. I was, made. again, I'm so, this is something again that we've, that we've, we've discussed, but it's like, have a conversation. 
have an adult conversation and talk these things out. And then you get mad at her for doing things or him or whomever for doing things, but you won't talk about it. And you're like, oh yeah, if I would have told you that, I don't know, I'm the devil, or I don't know, you're actually married to me still, or I don't know, any of this shit that's going on, like, then like, I just, ugh, I'm like, just fucking talk to each other. He was so, so cagey in this so entire cagey, book. I, it's just like like bro just fucking talk to her yeah i, I understand I there's way. okay okay there's a curse there's things that he quote unquote can't, can't say it. he can't talk about things he we can't say them blah, blah 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 i'm like can you write them though is there <laughs> is there a loophole in <laughs> this curse where, say them? where like you can't say it but you can write it is like is the there, <laughs> i'm just like can you like i don't know or like pantomime direct her direct her to a book that like has all the answers like set it out for her like i i don't yeah. you know what i mean i but just like small. i'm just i mean he does he does like kind of like leave little like clues and trinkets for her and stuff to like piece it together but it's just like <sighs> i'm tired of the riddles i just want to know what happened <laughs> i don't i just want to know i just want to know i agree just like big fat sigh i what to say yeah I think there was like I said this this entire book could be summed up in outfit changes snarky comments and like they'll never know what hit them and like cagey attitudes yeah imaginary things and like three scenes of action and I, I really don't understand the assassination attempt situation it's kind of like yeah. a random fast forward but again we just jump all over that was so weird to me because I was like and nothing okay, really came of it either exactly and at I'm least like, not at this point right but I don't know I, I was like oh it's probably that chick or if that lord that he cut his tongue out and then he's like oh his tongue was cut out before to like you know so he wouldn't basically couldn't be interrogated and I was like is that her insinuating that it was that guy or is that just insinuating that it was like somebody else and I was very confused by all of it and then it's like I think this was just a moment to show that like she realizes that she wasn't powerful and it was like a character development like turning point but I just found it kind of vaguely frustrating because I was like, are we going to find out who it was? Is this another Antonio situation with like the devil and the, the angel who like- And Antonio is very irrelevant. Look, he doesn't, he only comes in and- yeah, like, why scenes. did we even bring him in? Yeah, I that think he only, obviously weird. for the very end. Um, yeah. But like, I just- But him yeah. saying like, I want you to forgive me and blah, blah, blah. I was like, is he drugged now? Or was he under the influence of a, of like a, of a demon prince now? Or was he before? Like, he literally, all I could see was just like a creepy puppet situation with him. And it was just like very creepy. And she's like, I walked into his prison and he's sitting on a chair reading all cuddled up under a blanket. And she's like, this isn't a prison. Like, she's like angry, tries to obviously rip his head off but um yeah it's very it was a very interesting moment uh with Antonio he I felt him he was kind of irrelevant obviously until the end I yeah I was like his character it was like a 180 where he was like I hate you you're you're yeah. disgusting like I hate witches they're the worst and he's like I was under the influence of witchcraft or whatever or the devil or I don't know and so yeah it was or this angel whatever and so so, you know, while all of these things are going on, you feel this quote unquote impending doom of this feast of wolves, right? And 
they pick the houses, like pick a guest of honor, which she is the guest of honor. And then they go to a certain house and they basically party for three days. And then they pull her biggest fear from her. How did you feel about that as far as like, as opposed to like a sacrifice or like what maybe we would have expected it to have been? Um, I kind of, I kind of liked it. I kind of was like, that's kind of interesting. Cause I'm like, what would her biggest fear be? Cause it's like, you're kind of in that back, the back of your mind. Like, what is her biggest fear? Is it like that she's in love with wrath and that she can't, she doesn't know how to take that or that her, she won't be able to avenge her sister or like that, you know, she sucks at dancing. I don't know. You know? So like, yeah, I thought her biggest fear might be that they would find out that she was trying to avenge her sister and she wouldn't be ever able to like fully do it. Like, but I don't know if that's actually a real, if you could call that a fear, like fear that they would find out she was plotting. That was my thought and what her biggest fear would be. I liked that. But again, there were some parts in here that were just a little strange. She's talking to her friend whose name escapes me. And she's like, Fauna. Fauna. Yeah. She's like, we could just make you a bad dancer and then we'll give you a potion that makes you the worst dancer in the room and that's your biggest fear and then they like never bring it up again except for when she's like I don't know how to dance and Wrath is like I'll teach you don't worry hair flip so I thought there was a couple scenes like parts in there where they mentioned this and like brought up the fear that I was like okay this is gonna be like something big or it's gonna be something silly and they're gonna get out of it and it was neither and I was like damn it very anticlimactic yeah this was another this was the part where I was like I would like to rip very anticlimactic what it was supposed to lead to. It did not lead to. And I was very angry. Yeah. I just wanted to like, like, I was in a rage. Yeah. (sighs) The last 150 pages of this book. I was just like, like that is, I was just like, yeah. I, I could have, I literally could have cracked the spine in half, ripped it apart. Like, like what I wanted to happen and what I expected to happen did not happen. And it just keeps getting weirder. And I just like, I and need to know. Adding more things in there. And first of all, I would the love cliffhangers. The cliffhangers are just like, like, okay. I love There's it. There's a good cliffhanger in like. She's great. Like she's what? great at cliffhangers. She's oh, absolutely. Like great at the cliffhangers. Like she's a wonderful writer. I love it. But I'm but just I like, feel like ah. there's like a range of cliffhangers. So there's like Empire of Storms. That's like, oh my God, emotionally wreck you, rip your heart out. Like, I don't know if I can pick up the next book, but like, I have to know what happens next. There's a cliffhanger of like, I don't want to use SJM again, but like, there's like blood and honey. Like they're all together, but like, it's kind of shitty. And there we go. Like, that's, you don't know what's going to happen, but you're not like, I am dying. Like to, to know, know what know. happens next. This book is I am dying to know what happens next because I, I'm just, I'm just, I need to freaking know. But I'm like angry that yeah. I don't know. And this is, this is a very Cassandra Clare cliffhanger. Like that's a good, another one that does it. And I think that it's good, but those are like the levels, like so emotional. I think I need a break before I find out what happens next. I'm vaguely okay with like waiting for the next one. I feel the same way about like Crescent city and that kind of thing. Like I'm, I'm kind of okay. And these ones, which six of crows reminds me a lot of this too. That yeah. you're like so upset that that's where it ended. And you're like, you, you get to the last page and you're like, this is, there's no way that this is the last page. So like, you're like flipping it back and forth. I, I was literally reading it and I was those. like, we are getting really the- close to the end of this book. So I got the Barnes and Noble edition. I was that has, way on the, on the first one too. with Yeah. I got the Barnes and Noble edition, which has four extra chapters of Wrath's POV. So my stupid ass didn't realize we were at the end that. of the book. And I, I was like, dolls, shit, 
Shit, this is shit. No way. Shit. Like, I literally turned the page and I was like, the acknowledgments. Get it. Are you, so, what? What? There's 47 pages left. Oh, no. no. I need to read Rath's POV. I haven't read Rath's POV. I'll have to send it to you. It's, yeah. It's okay. We'll talk about it at the end. But yeah, I was just like, oh, there's no way. So I think there's like those three levels, like super emotional. I'm kind of okay. And like, are you freaking kidding me? So and those ones just like makes me mad when the next book's not around. There was just this, the, the soul burn was really slow. I really liked her pony. I want it. Um, I think Amelia's clever and we get a little bit of that when she meets pride. And I, I liked that because it was subtle in a way that it wasn't like, Oh, blaring obvious. But if you were paying enough attention, you were like, Oh wait, that guy did have scars. Oh wait, it is pride. Oh, as it turns out, he's not who everybody thinks he is, which he just like locks her in a room for three hours. Yeah. Just like hang out here, do whatevs. Did you think it was pride? I had to flip back to the map and look. I, I thought pride, I didn't, I didn't think it was going to be pride. I didn't think think it was his house though that she like ended up in. Yeah. I thought it was pride's house, but I didn't realize that the quote unquote guard was actually pride. Exactly. Um, And I thought because, well, because you, you, she talks about all of these princes and they're all like flawless like no scars like very handsome like and then she talks about this guard he's got this like scar across his like face right across his mouth and um you're like oh this is just like a guard that got like the shit beat out of him at one point in time and uh no it's his pride but this is my favorite this might be my favorite character reveal where it, everybody thinks there's a shit bag and turns out they're not a shit bag that's like my favorite I don't know what it is about that, but I, I mean, just, I'm I here for the that. princes. I love them all. I'm like, oh, I'm yeah, really sad that we didn't get to meet Sloth because I was like, I kind of want to, kind of want to meet this guy. We met everyone else, but no, not Sloth, not my house. It's fine. I um, wonder if he's gonna be in the next one because she brought him up. Like but we don't. We only saw greed in the first one, and I was kind of pissed. That's we true. Didn't this we one. didn't. We didn't see greed in this one either. But so, we've met him before, right? That's what I'm saying. I wonder if he'll be in the next one. Like, if he'll be a big part of the next one. I don't know. Yeah. I would love that. I, I love Pride. I, I really like I the idea like of, mm-hmm. of him being a frat boy. And that's what everybody thinks yeah. of him. But as it turns out, like, he's not. He's actually really manipulative. And, you know, he's working for his house and for mm-hmm. his pride, essentially. Yeah. Um, the, 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 the ice dragon situation, the winning the, the hunt thing, was that, yeah. was that a shock to you that, like, he was like, no, take me instead? When he did that, I wasn't surprised when he was like, yeah. this is my prize. I'll let my biggest fear out. And I was like, but what is his biggest fear? Losing her. You think so? <laughs> I think so. I think that would be oh, his biggest that makes fear. Because hers couldn't have been that bad. That was my thought. It's just like hers could not have been that bad. But I mean, for her, I feel like it was like, for her, I feel like hers was either she's in love with Wrath. Yeah. One or two, she's not, she, her fear is that she's, She's not make, she's not planning on going through with the marriage or the betrothal, but she's still in love with Wrath and she doesn't want him to be mad at her kind of as like she doesn't want yeah. him to hate her. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that would have been what it is. But I feel like that would have been their like quote unquote fears. Um and, and they the could have easily like like used that against. Yeah. You know. But um now one thing I was like, okay, so they murdered the devil's wife. So who is this? wife that we haven't met or seen or heard from we we've got little snippets through throughout and now you know the wrath is devil who is this 
Who is this mystery woman? So this is my question that I'm theorizing about. They kind of vaguely say, she says a couple times, she's like, what if I'm the first witch and I just don't remember? This is my thought. I think there's the prologue, which I don't know if you like went back. I think, I still have a feeling that Nana is either the first witch or related to her in some form. Like that was one of the goddesses or one of the goddesses. Like she's maybe like a mother, like we meet the crone, but maybe she's like mother and then maiden is someone else. My theory is that Amelia didn't actually die, that she's the first witch's daughter. And so is Victoria. And she was the sister that like supposedly died. So I think that they're the first witch's children and that she didn't actually die. She just, her memories got wiped and whoever the first witch is that like, you know, I think it's pride slits her throat in the prologue or whatever. Yeah. That's the one that cursed them. But I don't, I think she cursed him to forget them and didn't actually kill them. And I feel like she, I feel like she cursed him to not be able to like intercede in her falling in love with him again because it's like I feel like it's like you know she talks about how she she left her mother and she left her position because she fell in love with the devil and all these things and so I feel like her mother's like oh no you manipulated her and blah 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 and now I'm gonna curse you I'm gonna make a deal I'm gonna make a deal and I feel like this deal is that he can't really he can't tell her who she is or what she's done and now she has to find her way back to him but do you think, so Naturally. they were saying that it was Pride's lover. Do you think that Victoria was Pride's lover and Amelia was just the sister? Or do you think that it was Ooh. Rath's lover and Victoria was just the sister? Because my Who's theory is wife, that- wife, lover, et cetera. My theory is that Victoria was Pride's lover mm-hmm. and she and her and Amelia were both forced to forget or like cast off mm-hmm. and that Pride somehow found a way for Victoria to find him again and fall in love. And Amelia just happens to be- like a powerful witch and fell in love with wrath in the devil and all and like that's part of the curse is that like she was included in it but i think that victoria was pride's lover yeah pride's like original lover they talk about that they talk about they talk about the devil's lover though they they don't say it's pride they they she assumes it's pride because he's quote-unquote associated pride is like yeah i thought they said it was like his specifically and that's why he like went after gluttony and envy and like or greed and envy and like murdered their court like pride did all that because it was his lover like that's one of those ones where they didn't specify that it was the devil yeah. and then that, and that's why she was like saying i don't know the curse and like what the curse is and then why which is oh yeah because she's talking so about will i will i fall in love with him immediately or whatever but i yeah. think she mentioned it being specifically the devil did she I if to, i remember we'll have, to dive into this. I don't, we'll have to we'll have to we'll have to research this <laughs> we're gonna have to do like a whole episode on like fan theory theories like, <laughs> But we'll bring Nicole and, uh, and Madison back on and we'll, we'll go over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that this one was a little confusing because they talk about the witches dying. They talk about the first witch. They talk about yeah. maiden mother crone. There's mm-hmm. um, mention of like pride at slash wrath or the devil's like lover. So it's like, there's five or six different like ideas in here about the witch's involvement just in their lives in general. And I think that to me was more confusing than just saying like, yeah, this all is the, the riddles, curse, man. Right, all of the riddles, so many riddles, and I was like, and I love how she also was like, I'm so tired of riddles. She's like, I just, just tell me, like, it's so, and I get it, that's part of it, but it's just like, I feel you, Amelia. I'm there with you because I'm tired of riddles, um, but I can't wait for the next book. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't know. I again, my working theory is that this deal that they cut 
was that she had to fall in love with him again and he couldn't tell her because you think he had to fall in love with wrath right yeah she has to fall in love with wrath the devil I don't think she's the first witch there's just no way in the way that it's like I don't think she's the first witch I think she's her daughter who fell in love with the devil I agree but I didn't like that like last page where she's like am I the first witch and he's like no and you're like what I don't (laughs) but you're related to her (laughs) yeah and that's what I wanted him to say but I just it felt really weird and I know it's her like doing Easter eggs I don't know if he can say that yeah I don't can it's the quote-unquote curse that he can't write it down wrath just write it down i don't know i was just so confused at the end i definitely felt like the potions lady was super sus and i was like she's one of the three i feel that 100 percent. yeah 1000 did you guess that i expected it yeah i was like oh yeah that makes sense like so yeah i don't know i i really enjoyed it i thought it was i thought it was an interesting book i liked the whole training aspect of things where he's like yeah I'm gonna train you to like basically like protect your mind against my brothers and their whole their like influence and their power and um everything they do that first scene oh when they are um when when she kind of doesn't expect it when she doesn't expect him to like use his powers on her and it gets it gets really dark and she stabs him over and over and over again and then she gets pissed and I'm like, I'm right there with you. Like, she's like, don't you ever do that to me again. I love how she stood up for herself and she's like, don't you ever do that to me again. So I like that she did um, in a lot of scenes though. She yeah. was really like- She held her own. Yeah, and I love, that was probably one of my favorite parts in the book is when she had that conversation. She's like, in the training room, you can make those decisions. But like, if we're going to be partners or if I'm going to fall in love with you, like we're equal in here and now. And I thought that was like, chef's kiss well and she talks about it and he talks about it too he's like i want a partner blah 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 blah. she's like you you said you wanted an equal you said you wanted a partner you said you wanted someone who could stand there with you as an equal and i was not an equal in there and that was not okay it was so disrespectful and the way that he did it and so i liked it after that he was like do you want to train with me do you want to build a snowman like it was very like (laughs) that was very like (laughs) yeah and so i i like that that he and I also liked his arc and he's like, he's being challenged and he's having to make comp like make, you know, having to compromise to, you know, figure it out and break this curse that no one fucking knows what it is, but it's fine. And so, sorry, I'm going to rage about that one, but I also have to rage the mirror that she got. I definitely yep. felt like that was, that was going to be something. I don't know. We love a good quest. I loved that part, but I was just confused by like the temptation key was like, it's a paperweight. I guess I'm a little confused there. And it, I, don't I was know. expecting an actual key, yeah, like, like, like a literal like a, key, like a nice dagger perhaps. Cause she yeah. like, it doesn't always have to be a key, but I was like, maybe that the shape of a key, the idea of a key. So I don't really, I thought, I thought it was going to be like Rath's dagger or something. Yeah. That's what I thought. I was like, Oh, it's gotta be, or like, I don't know, some sort of fancy dagger, like hidden somewhere. So I was confused by that. Um, I thought the meeting of the like seven sisters slash maiden mother crone situation was very anticlimactic. Also really strange. Um, if I hear another book. Yeah. The whole. The maiden mother crone. Did you expect her to actually carve his name into the tree? Yes, I did. I, I, I liked the idea of that scene and her mm-hmm. realizing like, okay, people are lying to me. And if I'm wrong, I'm going to die. And, and it felt very dramatic. And that was a scene that 
it was in a rage. <laughs> it wasn't anticlimactic because it did. It was shocking. Yeah. But I didn't like her cryptic conversation with the crone where she was like, you have to figure yourself out first before you ask other questions. And I was like, fair, but we have never at any point gotten inkling of actually knowing in this book, we did in the first yeah. one, but in this book that she was any closer to figuring out his actual name. Yeah. So when that happened, I was like, okay, but also you have never she mentions it, it like one time in the book, one yes. time prior to writing it in the tree. And she mentions it like just briefly, like blink of an eye, you, you blink, you miss it. But like, um, so I was like, this is going to be important. Like, like there's no way she wouldn't add this in here at like, if it was irrelevant, she wouldn't add it at all. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And she just like, just barely like, like you're like, mm. existed. Yeah, that that she had said that his name was Samael, like right. just one, like one sentence, and then um, so I was like, mm, his name is Samael, and so she really writes that in the tree, and then she learns the truth, or she gets this leaf, and she has to like break said leaf around him, and then she finds the figures out the truth, and so I thought this was so. <laughs> She like sticks it on the little on the little tray and she's like, hip check. Like literally just I was like, like okay, bitch, <laughs> listen. So sneaky. Oh, the scene gave me the rage because I Same. hate this, like you'll never this is a total total Damon moment. You'll never accept me if you know who I am. It's like, hot damn boy, I would accept you anyway. So let me just see it. I mean, we, we, are all, we are all team Damon. I mean, that. But like, you know, he pulls that in like season three and four. Yeah. It's like, you'll never, if you knew who I was, you wouldn't love me. You'll never accept me. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, well, first of all, I'm already here. Second of all, I've seen your abs. And first of all, are. everyone already hates him and she still falls in love with him. So. Well, and like, you guys are really falling okay. in love and him being the devil. I don't, I genuinely don't think like makes a difference in the ploy that she has. And it's like, yeah, too late. She already loves him. Too late. Yep. Like, that ship has sailed <laughs> but I hate that like but I feel like she already knew me. like I feel yes. like she knew like deep you down I know. feel that she knew that he was actually the devil with how cagey he's been well, with and her like, not with her not going to pride with yep. like her finding out they're still engaged and still betrothed and still gonna get married and like all these things and she's like so that's why pride hasn't come after me he's like yep so we're still engaged you're engaged to the devil or betrothed to the devil um and what, what difference does that make of him yeah. being the general of war and like the, the angel of death and all these things like what's the difference between him being the one that kills everybody and him being the one in charge of killing everybody do you yeah. know what I mean like that's yeah. literally the difference was like him being the one to make the decisions to kill people and him being the one being told to kill people like what's Doling the difference out the, yeah you know it's Doling like out the budget, that's kind of how I felt you know what I mean it's like for me yeah for me if I was given the choice <laughs> um, <laughs> um it wouldn't make a difference to me if you were the one like yeah. dolving out the punishment or making the decisions and also doing it like it doesn't you're still you're still the version of you that I thought that he was yeah you know you're I mean? still still yeah. that angel of death but I will not lie to you I did full-on send you a picture when I found out that the the, the horns of Hades are actually his, his wings, wings? Yeah. gasped out loud you're like wings public. what wings chicken went wings sorry um chicken wing, chicken wing. I, I was like <laughs> that one was really surprising I'm not gonna lie I was yeah. shocked were you I <laughs> not really <laughs> not really damn I was like oh no, because she wings. talked about his, his wings in the 
the prologue and I was like those are gonna come back and then he's Wait, like what? I miss, I miss oh, my yeah, wings yeah, yeah. like I we miss them it that. it reminded me of um it reminded me of Thor and his hammer and he's like it sounds like it was very important to you and it was like an extension of your soul <laughs> you had a very weird relationship with this hammer <laughs> just like that's also how I felt I felt like they answered the question vaguely but he's like it suppressed her powers and also kept him in check when with them yeah. two wearing the wings but it doesn't make sense to me I'm like when she was wearing it it like gave her a heart attack so was that it's like she was experiencing too much power in the crescent lagoon is that what she was saying or she was, was experiencing too much too quickly or I think so you know yeah what I mean? that I was confused about I think it was it was just a mixture of all of it it was like him being there his it's one of his wings you know and her suppression of the power not being a thing anymore and so he's just flying in circles (laughs) (laughs) so I don't know it's just like I was like oh that's interesting so and I was like again Nona with the caginess like Nona where are you at we need answers and they asked like did you know my grandmother before and he's like yeah the answer is yes he like can't say anything though because of the blink curse once. It's like I can't. <laughs> you know what I mean like blink once for yes and twice for no I don't know I wanted a little bit more but that was the part I was really shocked by that but it was just the end of the book gave me the fucking rage I was yeah so annoyed so you know she figures that out and then she gets all pissy about it and is like mad at him and then she um is like runs away to the gypsy lords runs away and then she like well she like drugs him she's like yeah 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 like but she's like that's so she drugged him first then found out his name yeah she drugged him first I forgot about that so she they were getting all spicy and she's like you know basically like seducing him and then she's like here's some wine and then he passes out he gets so so women in their poisons um Never trust that, and then she she goes and gets the leaf and comes back, and he's like pissy because it's obvious. And so she's like, "You fucking roofied me!" And so she, she's like, "Sorry, not sorry, but like, I know your name." And which, to be completely honest, knowing his name, name, say my name, literally is around you. Sorry, (laughs) knowing his name makes no difference now because he marked her, so she can just like, you know. Hey, hey, where you at? And like, she can summon him no matter what. And this bond, I love how he's like, yeah. So this bond is like a real permanent, like, like real, like she, she's on there. And through she's realms, like, time and like space. how he's like through time and space and death and yep, you're mine always. And she's like, I love thanks. You he's like, but I forever, dear, <laughs> together. Oh, that's a very singing episode. <laughs> yeah, I just like, there was like a lot of that for me in this one. <laughs> he's just like yeah um so and she's like you know ne- you um what happened to never speaking in absolutes he's like never say never and I was like I yeah I was like I mean I don't think I would be mad about that one like I'm just over at, singing. where are you at like um no I yeah it was very um interesting that whole um that whole thing and so she gets kind of pissy obviously because she's like you didn't tell me and he's like um no I couldn't like how like (laughs) what 
what do you want me to say to you? And so, yeah, then she gets all mad and takes off. Oh, God. I just was like, I just felt like it didn't make a big difference. And then she just like takes off like a, like a thief in the night with thigh high boots. So this is where I got a little, I'm just confusing is the wrong word because I'm confused about literally everything, but I didn't like the mesh up of like the mother maiden crone with the seven sisters. I was like, are they the same? Are they not the same? Is she part of that? Is like the mother and the maiden also in here somewhere as like part of these seven sisters or is the, is it like the crone's cronies? (laughs) Ha ha. I went there. I made it funny. (laughs) Sorry, I I don't know I don't know the whole thing is so was very strange to me right and Did then you feel that he, and then she figures out everything that's going on with her sister and again I was in a rage and you text me after this and we're like ma'am just take some like heavy breathing I oof, man Ooh, alrighty so my theory is that she's dead obviously um because she sold her soul and made it through the violet eye thing really threw me that she was like her sister, but not her sister. How do you become a demon? Just like asking for a friend, because I feel like she's, a you demon have to now. murder someone. If we're going by ninth house rules, you have to murder someone. <laughs> right. So that's my question. And then get eaten by hellbees. Is like, yeah, that's fair enough. So like one of those, my question is that is like, how, how do you become a demon? Because I think she's a demon. I think she's a demon. I maybe she was the one that murdered some of the other girls and turned into a demon because have another another thought in a minute. Yeah, we're just gonna theorize the whole time. Okay, so the last so this is sort of vaguely towards the end. the The wrath POV chapters are all for Kingdom of the Wicked, not King of the Cursed. So there is a first chapter essentially. I think there's is like she gonna is she gonna if is she gonna pull like a like a 50 shades and rewrite the whole thing in a wrath pov because i would love that so she said initially it says it in here initially the book was supposed to be written in a dual pov and then she decided <sighs> against it so i read her post today and she said that this is in fact a trilogy but there's a hint that maybe potentially she will write a prequel in wrath's pov like a 200 page prequel like novella in his POV, so it, it says it in here. That Maybe it was, it'll be like the OG, like what happened with the whole curse situation. Like a prologue, maybe type of thing. Like I'd be down. I'd be here I'd for that. Be down for that. So it's Kingdom of the Wicked, but it's essentially the time before. It's like two or three chapters of like wrath before he runs into Amelia, and then there's a couple of them that are actual chapters that were written in her point of view from his POV. So it's like you're not really missing a ton in those last few ones. But he does mention in that, 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 daddy, that, that, he does mention in that they run into, um, him and Amir are like wandering around the streets and they run into that guy that gives him the envelope of the location of the next witch or whatever. But he runs into her with Amelia and she makes, she truth spells him in King of the Wicked. And this one, he doesn't, he just runs into him by himself and gets the information out of him. And then as they're like walking back to the monastery, they trip over the body of another witch. And there's this theory in there that, or not theory, but there's like this discussion that he has with pride that says like, they're hunting for someone in particular. And so he had brought like a witch, it's, the scene starts out with like, he had brought a witch down into hell and she has like brown hair and brown eyes and like looks a certain way. And then he says in there, like, we have to find the next witch from this line, which I can't remember if they mentioned that in Kingdom of the Wicked. But there's another witch that they like trip over and they're like, here's her dead body. Well, that's not like the line, that's not the line of witches we're looking for. So there's 
hint that there's a feud of some form or someone else is killing the witches and it's not the ones that are supposed to be like the devil's bride you know what i mean so that makes me think that victoria is a demon and she was the one killing them yeah or at least killed them and then became a demon yeah that's what i mean like she was the one that was yeah in order to become so that's it gets a little hairy there because it doesn't make sense there's like too many things going on it's like yeah killing of the witches the slaying of these lovers slash sister gam gam and her shady cagey nonsense yeah the curse victoria and amelia as and like, then the betrothal yeah and you're like i so there's just like a little there's different. a lot going on yeah mm-hmm. so i don't know yeah. if it cleared anything up or just like gave me more ideas with reading his interesting yeah so many you'll have to send them to me so yeah. many theories interesting yeah so basically she finds out her sister is a traitor and she's like my at first she's like my sister and she like takes off because she's in the the prison or the tower with Antonio. So she takes off, she goes to the tower and she gets in there and then she comes to realization. She's like, wow, my sister's alive, which means my sister has been alive this whole time. And she's been here this whole time and she hasn't reached out to me. And it's like all these things. And she leaves like, she leave another skull or something like that. Or, and it's like, meet me in the aisles. And she's like, wow, my sister's a bitch. Like she just straight up is like, I was like, oh my gosh. Like the, I did not, I did not see that coming. I, I didn't did either. not see that whole thing coming. I was, I was like, confused by the way that they described her too. Cause they were like, oh, it's Victoria, but it's not, she has purple eyes. And I was like, but what does that mean? Is this like a different yeah. version of her or something? So what I was like, what does it mean? Oh, <laughs> uh, and I was like, so I wasn't convinced it was her. Like, I was like, is it actually <laughs> Victoria? And then when the skull yeah. came, I was like, oh, so it is actually her. That's interesting. Weird. Super, super stuff. Yeah. Morality question. If your sister, <laughs> shout out to Katie, um, had her heart ripped from her sternum and you summoned a demon, uh, aligned yourself, b- betrothed yourself to a hunky, hunky man, got bit by a giant snake. Went and dragged your silly ass to the underworld. Saved by said hunky hunky man. Yes, got saved by said hunky hunky man. Trudged through the snow, moved into a castle, went to several dinners, changed outfits seven times, trained with a dude. Um, what else? Almost got murdered. Um, hmm, what else happened? Found out your hunky hunky man's true name. Yeah, fa- found out your hunky stuck on the hunky hunky man. Got a uh, got a purple pony and rode into a blood forest had some creepy skulls show up at your door and then come to find out she's been chitty chatting with a guy that supposedly murdered you and then asked you to just pop on over for a chat what would you do fucking pissed (laughs) i would i would be katie don't you ever do that to me like (laughs) ever write this (laughs) write this down no i would i would no i would i would be I, i would probably feel the same way that amelia felt just like you know, she's already felt betrayed by her own grandmother, her own family that know, that clearly know a lot more than they're letting on, have not prepared her for in the least to in any way, shape or form defend herself. Um, and then come to find out your sister's just a cagey psycho demon bitch. Like, no, I would be fucking pissed too. So Katie, word to the wise, don't do that. I, really I know you wouldn't. I love you, Caitlin. We're best friends. But like, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, you guys are that close. Yeah. I would ignore her. There would not be a book three. Ta-ta for now, I would, forever. 
for never. That would be like, I'm just going to go marry my hunky hunky man. I'm <laughs> like, all life. right, well, this was super fun. You can like send me a letter if you want to chit chat, but I'm not coming to you. <laughs> I literally would be like, sorry, no thanks. Yeah. I would see what I could find out on my own, but I would not go run into her. I, I don't think, I think I would just yeah. fall and ignore it. Sorry. Yeah. I don't hag. think I would run to her. I think I would try to figure some sort of something yeah. out, but prior instead of going in blind. But um, at this point, I mean, what is she going to find out? Like, you know, what, what, what would you find out? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you your sister would stay, you'd have to find your, you'd have, she would have, she has to find her grandma and get some yeah, answers. Like, I just don't care. I would literally be like, Hey, 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 Raph, you want to just like do the D? You want to just bang get it out? Get the married. <laughs> Write that shit down. Which doesn't fucking happen. Yeah. Again, raging. So really you get fucking. to the end of the book and she, <laughs> seriously. So she like gets to the, she runs in and she's like, so my sister's alive. I'm really angry. I actually really, really love you. And um, so um, you want to get married? Cool. Let's, uh, let's bang it out. And then she this sits felt the- like a Grey's Anatomy moment. Pick yeah. me. Choose me. Choose me. Love, <laughs> love me. me. And I was like, okay, pick yourself up off the ground. Got a life. What's going uh, on here? <laughs> it was it was very romantic though. I will say those yeah. like last few lines. I was like, I mean, uh-huh. it, it is. And then she just like walks into the room and like suggested me like unbuttons her shirt and she's like, "Are you coming?" And I was like, "Not in this book. He's not like." <laughs> like come on literally like, for a like, really rude awakening because i flipped the page expecting another chapter because there's yeah. 40 pages left in the book and it's like acknowledgements and i was like oh, son of a just, what yeah and like i said so if this book does not pick up where it left off and they don't bang it out finally i have words yeah, I there will be well. rage yeah so i was just like <sighs> Because the slow burn, like, it's just like the whole two books, y'all. We waited two books. I'm like, that's a long time. That's, that's a, a long. That's a, that's a slow burning candle. God, not even. That's like, I just, that's. Ah! Candelabra. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The, the end of this book really gave me the rage. I would literally just ignore her. And I get the, that yeah. like, this is the next storyline. But like, this storyline irritates me. Like, I just hate that. I hate the idea of like having this character who, like we said in the first episode, she was like saying, how do I be braver? How do I be more courageous? How do I be more like my sister? How do I make decisions that seem brash, but like, are going to get me the answers I want. And then it went at the end to her being like, well, I'm just going to make those decisions. Cause that's what I want to do. And that's who I am now as a person to then being like, I want to defend myself and I want to learn more and I want to get, gain more knowledge in my life. And I'm here to do that so that I can like defend my sister and come to find out her sister's a lying treacherous bitch yup yeah yeah that would yeah mm-hmm. like you're you you literally went through all this you're quite literally in hell betrothed to the devil big d devil literally <laughs> and then she's like mm, sorry come come meet me at the island like cool i'll see you soon ttyl xoxo gossip girl you bitch <laughs> Yeah, I'm in a rage. <laughs> what, what, what was your star rating? My star rating. So I gave this one like a four, four to five. So I gave 
Kingdom of the Wicked a four or five, I believe. So I gave this, a, I gave this one like a four two five. I really liked it. And there was a lot of things that were answered, but there were so many things that were not answered. And uh, the slow burn nearly killed me. Um, so, um, but I did, I really enjoyed it. I really liked it. Um, it was, it was a fun read. Um, and I cannot wait for the next book to come out. So that's fair. What about you? I gave this like a three, seven, five. I oh, really, yeah. I thought you said you liked it more than, than Kingdom I of did. the Wicked. I did. Until you talked it out. No, no, no. I, I gave it a three, seven, five. Yes. Actually, I only gave it a three on Goodreads. Cause I just like, I just was in a rage. Really? I like the setting. I think of the story better. And I, I liked the character development better, but I think Kingdom of the Wicked as, as a whole and its own is a better book. I think it stands out better. I think it really like sucked you in this one. Nothing happened but I like the setting, if that makes sense. Like, I think I, if I was going to pick like one of the two, I would pick Kingdom of the Curse, but I think Kingdom of the Wicked is a better book. Um, I just, the ending gave me some rage. Just really yeah. nothing happened. The ending was definitely rage filled. It was there's just like more riddles and like plots brought in here. I thought it was really well set up. I love the world building. I love the costume changes. I loved the development of her and Raph. And I, and I like the idea of more side characters coming into this that aren't just the princes. I would have liked a little bit more of the princes, honestly. I feel like we got so much of them in the first one and we missed greed and lust and sloth in this one totally. And I thought we were going to get some pride and we got like a minute of him. So I would have liked a little bit more of them in here. Again, it was just a ton of like internal monologue, but I want, want more in hell. I think that's a better, for me, that's a better setting. Yeah. I like the idea of the courtesans and the backstabbiness and just mm-hmm. her going through like, the mountains and the forest and a castle and it just it feels very beating the beast to me but i loved it um so yeah i gave this one like three seven five it was pretty harsh but i just it left me with more questions than answers and that mm-hmm. makes it to me like worse <laughs> <laughs> see i love that because it keeps me it keeps me hooked but um but keep me hooked yeah. if it was october 2023 i know right um uh, no i i really like this one i love the again, she's so great about the world building. The world building is just, I mean, uh, it just, she's so great about that. I love their, their character developments. Um, I did really like Gluttony. I thought he was probably one of my favorite ones. I liked Envy's kind of change. Yeah. I don't know. I, I really enjoyed it. And again, I like the character development or anything. I think again, for me, the big difference is I think there was more, action in the first book more more action taken um on the things that she found out whereas this one I felt like she was just a lot of like it was very like strategic courtesan situation which again I, I love that but I prefer some some action in there too so I would have liked to see to have seen a little more action but um I really liked it I again I'm very excited for the next book and I am too um, I think she's she, a good world Oh, she she her writing her writing style is so it's just so good and I just it's so fun so um I'm here I like for the, it the bring in of the, the different sins but also like the biblical references and the yeah. idea of like folklore and stuff and I think she did a lot of really good research that makes it like a well-rounded book and that it's yeah. believable and also there's some like mythology and like air quotes like fact behind it as far as you know, that this could actually be something that happens, which it's not because it's fictional, but there's a lot of really good structure to it. And that we find in like other books. And I thought that, yeah. Yeah. I'm really glad we covered these. These are a lot of fun. So I'm excited to see how the series kind of rounds out. 
and what happens. Um, again, like you said, there's a lot of questions. So what, what, what will happen? So yeah, it's interesting. So a lot of theories, a lot of things that may or may not happen. Yeah. Share with us your theories. If you Mm -hmm. guys have them, share them. We will do a theory episode and we will whine and complain and do all the things and deep dive into it. So if you have fan theories or fan theories, just regular theories, send them to us and we will do a whole theory episode on this probably right before the next one comes out to go over it. Um, yeah. So we have some exciting announcements today, this afternoon, actually. So this episode comes out in the morning. And if you are listening October Mm -hmm. 18th at 7 PM Eastern standard time, we are doing a launch party with a bunch of other um, TikTokers and some bookish content creators for a shadow in the ember, which is Jennifer Armentrout's new book that just came out or is coming out today. So if you guys want to join us, you can join us on Twitch. Um, We'll put the link in our bio and you guys can head on over there and hang out with us. We're doing a collab with the Bibliovert podcast and doing a whole podcast hour. So if you guys want to just tune in for that, you can, if you want to tune in for the whole night, there's giveaways, trivia, all kinds of super fun things. So that's Mm -hmm. happening this evening. If you guys are listening on Monday. Yeah. And all of the information is posted on our Instagram. So if you want to go to our Instagram, we um, have all of the information as far as times when everyone's going to be kind of logged on, who's going to be when, um, at what time slots, et cetera. Also check it out on TikTok. There's going to be some there, there are promo videos that are out. So all the links and everything are linked in there as well. Um, we hope you guys join us. We're really excited to, to be talking about it and um, talk about podcasting and just um, have a good time. We both Todd and I pre-ordered a shadow in the ember on the Kindles so we can get it immediately. So we're very excited about that. Um, yeah. So tune in. It'll be a good time. It'll be a lot of fun. So it's a good, it's a great group of people. So I'm very, very excited about that. There's also a giveaway on our page. So if you guys want to Mm -hmm. enter that, it will end today, but if you, today's the last day to enter. So yeah. And then this month's pick is the night circus. So we'll be discussing that at the end of the month. If you guys want to join, or if you've already read it and you want to um, discuss it with us, we'll be doing a zoom call for the night circus by Aaron Morgenstern at the end of the month. So yeah, I think that's all the announcements we have. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, like us, follow us, subscribe, all the fun, and share with your friends. If you um, enjoyed an episode or are new here and um, excited, welcome. Let us know also if you have anything that you want us to cover. Uh, again, we, we kind of talked about this in the last couple episodes, but um, our schedule is a little light going into the holiday season just so we can spend some time with our families. But um, we will be coming out swinging in uh january 2022 so be ready so we are very excited we have some some really cool things lined up so um yeah if you guys have anything that you really want us to cover or talk about or read etc or if you just want to know more about us please reach out send us a dm um we love talking to people so as you can tell because we have a podcast where we just talk so <laughs> but we love you all. Thank you for joining us this week and we will see you next week. So have a great week and hopefully we will see you all tonight at the uh, launch party. Yeah. Super excited. Thank you guys. Okay, bye. bye. Thank you for listening to the bookish banter podcast this week. We would appreciate it if you would subscribe and leave a five-star review. Thank you once again, and we'll see you all next week.